0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Rich Dotson. He's Matt O'Hara.
1: Hey. And he's Garrett Price. No, no gap this time. Good job. I mean, a little
2: one. It was yeah. a bad no, compared to the gaps we've been getting. <laughs> it was no it was no. No, last week. That's yeah. For sure. <laughs>
0: Three seconds in the show, and you guys are complaining. Three <laughs> seconds. I've already had a bad enough week. We just lost running back one overall. We just lost wide, wide receiver one overall. Everybody, people are banged up. People's running back twos went out uh, for four games. People are dropping left and right. This it's a team. we War it's a, it's a war of attrition, and no one's eating their <laughs> bananas. No, not this year. Got to stay nutritious. Uh They're in a war of attrition. So it's one of those things where, you know, we say it all the time when we get through the summer, when you find these windows to compete in Dynasty Financial Bowl, it's very crucial to go out and attack those windows and to make sure you get like those ancillary pieces that are the small trades that we talk about. Like, mm-hmm. you know, adding guys, even like a James Conner uh, to your roster, even just went down, but you know, or Raheem Mostert. Somewhere along those lines, these guys can help back up so you can come sure. through by weeks. But these occasional injuries are going to pop up to stay at the top of your league because unlike redraft leagues, as we all long time players know, that the waiver wire is not an option for you. It's just right. trading and making right trades. And every week we try to cover some players they could possibly trade for. Maybe the guys that would be on your waiver wire. But again, another big hit this year. Um, a lot of teams I'm sure thought they were contenders in the beginning of the year with, you know, big time running backs like Nick Chubb, um, hitting on guys like Devane, Devon Achan and having Justin Jefferson on your roster. It, it could turn real quickly. And not saying that your season's over when Justin Jefferson's gonna miss four games or you know, Connors missed four games, but four games is twenty five percent of your season
2: complete. So better yeah. have better have something good or, or your season might turn turned awful oh real
0: quickly. ugly yep. and some things look good like you know Jamar Chase obviously listened to the podcast last week and he sure uh, slapped me in my mouth telling me whoa 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 who are you gonna trade me for in the first AJ mm. Brown now there's no T. Higgins and we've seen Jamar Chase roller coaster a couple times always was my wide receiver too <laughs> always I stated that but yep. uh I appreciate that. I, I appreciate it. I come out there, I put a little uh, take out there and say, hey, don't show me the world. <laughs> he immediately comes out and just dominates with a 50 point game. You'll have that. Uh, so good for Jamar Chase. So we have some injuries to talk about. We have, um, I want to talk about a running back today. Is it, um, is it overpay today and underpay tomorrow? That's, I'm not I'm excited about this segment about that. at all. Not at all. We got a lot of things Dread to talk me. about in this episode. So before we get into these injuries and talk about some players here, I got to tell you about our friends at Underdog because they just. Up the Annie. That's right. They have a brand new sign-up offer, so you also get your mystery pickup special, which you can claim once you sign up um, using the promo code Nerds. But right now, for a very limited time, if you use the promo code Nerds, this is crazy. They're going to give you a deposit match, not for hundred dollars, up to five hundred dollars. a lot. You can put $500 in your Fr- under Fr- account, Fr- use the promo code nerds and they're going to give you a free 500. $500 on top of that. You're also going to get your free mystery pick'em special. Once you do that, oh, you go to the lobby yeah. and find out who you got. And on top of that, you're going to get a free uh year to nerd herd. We're going to give you a hookie up. We're going to give you a year you subscription to nerd herd to get the bonus podcast, access to all our tools. <laughs> That's what
2: reminds them every week. Every week.
0: On the website <laughs> Uh, check it out, you know, definitely during come rookie season so far, we were talking about before the show so far, it looks like we crushed this uh, rookie draft class analysis. Only four weeks in, so this is we'll not see. like, like sounds super Five smart. so in. far, so good. Five weeks in. Um, so you get all the bonus content there, use the promo code nerds at underdog, get free cash, win some money and join the nerd. Check it out. You must be 18 plus, 19 plus in Alabama, Nebraska, 21 plus in Massachusetts and Arizona and present in a state where underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpagambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8HOPE, New York. In Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. So let's jump into some of these injuries uh, here. First one out the gate's a big one. Oof. Dynasty wide receiver one overall. Wasn't my number one wide receiver for, that's going to score the most points this year. That was Tyree Kill. That was my guy. Uh for the so year. You're cursed Jefferson, I was gonna say pumping myself up like I normally do. Uh,
2: and uh, <laughs> I, I can tell. You know, Go so ahead. he's got
0: the hamstring bad enough where he's going on IR. He's gonna miss four weeks to have I don't know if that happens during the bye week or not, or if it comes after the bye week. But <clears> Jefferson, um it's a weird situation because what are the what are the Vikings gonna do? You know, their 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 season so far looks like it's gonna be a, a real bad season. They're gonna end up with a high draft pick. And a lot of people are saying, "What you know? At what point do they consider trading Kirk Cousins?" Which again, it's no easy thing to do. No, right? No bye
2: week, by the way, is, is week thirteen, so, so, he'll, so he'll, he'll, he'll come back in plenty of time. Yeah.
0: So, you know, Kirk Cousins got a no-trade clause right there. So, out the gate,
1: he he did agree to a trade. What what um, is the record? Have they won? They won one game. One game. One, one, game. One game. Okay. Yeah. So they're, they're one in four. Uh, their upcoming schedule: Bears. So mm-hmm. should be a win, but. Bears have been playing a lot better lately. They to Campbell's back The right 49ers there. are going to roll them. Then the Niners. Yeah, yeah that's not going to be a game. Packers should be an interesting Who one. Who knows which Packers team shows up. And then Falcons should be an interesting one. And even after that, it doesn't it doesn't get any easier. The well, Saints it, well, have been playing, playing really well, it's more important
0: where do we get to October
1: 31st, which is a trade deadline. Right. So, getting up to there, it, that's up to the Green Bay game. So, three games against the Bears, the Niners, and the Packers.
0: So, if they lose two of those. Now, it is hard to trade a quarterback in season. Um, it's not like it's a running back or a receiver. Like he has to know the entire offense. So
2: yeah. uh, that one, I, I don't really see. I so. don't see that happening. All that. I'm saying is Baker last year had like
1: two days and he balled out for the Rams. He did. I mean, so he's, he's just, telling me there's a change. He's, he's an exceptional. And we, he's an exceptional ways, and we do have a long ways. We do have a long
2: ways to go in this season. Who knows? We do. Um, a lot could
1: change, but, but realistically it always kind of seemed like the Vikings were wanting to go this way getting rid of Zadarius Smith uh they they let Dalvin Cook go sure. they, like it really seemed like we're not going to go for a rebuild but if it happens it's okay it really seems like the direction they're trending and let's be realistic if you're if you're the GM of the Vikings and you're 1 in 4 right now you're saying what's the best case scenario for my team we get 5 wins and I'm back with Kirk Cousins again or we get 2 wins and I'm getting Caleb Williams like you have to kind of weigh some of those things. Now, obviously, the GM doesn't have full control exactly of how many wins they get and things like that. Uh, in theory, uh, but <laughs> hey. we, we've heard of other front offices we doing some things. We have
2: whatever. heard of some people uh, that have done but, some things. Force
1: Kyle Shanahan to quit. <laughs> but all, all that, all that being said, it, it will be interesting to see. Especially, I think this week's the real kicker. We expect them to lose to San Francisco. Everybody's losing to San Francisco. They're powerhouse. You lose to the Bears this week.
2: The writing could be on the wall. Yeah, that's bad. And it's it's at the Bears.
1: It is. And so,
2: they're playing a lot better these past couple weeks. They definitely have been, man. They, they've been kind of pulling their act together uh, ever since we kind of talked, <laughs> talked bad about them. We're talking about, about them again today. Yeah. Don't worry. Yep. yep Nerd, so Nerd so we'll show, see. right? Nerd, Nerd show, yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, so for me, I mean, this is a situation where it's just, does Justin Jefferson take his Full one hundred percent time here. He didn't get his contract that he wanted. uh The team's in bad shape. I I want to have my fingers crossed that I'm getting Justin Jefferson back right after four weeks. We know hamstrings. Oh,
2: injured. I, the, yeah. The reports are always are already. Hey, this is this is not necessarily a four week thing. If he doesn't feel right, he's not going to play.
0: Yeah, so he's going to be out for a while, which means. Rookie Jordan Addison is going to get a bump here. KJ Osborne, yep. who's been locked in mm-hmm. uh, in the starting sets, over Jordan Addison as is going to come in and be the guy here too. So he's another person to add. Uh, you know, when you look at a trade possibilities for receiver, like a sneaky guy you might be able to get for you know a couple of thirds that nobody would even think about is a guy like KJ Osborne who should slide into that number one receiver role. It won't be. Jordan Addison and actually will be KJ Osborne and TJ Hawkinson of course sure. uh, will be in the mix here too for and, a big bump. But if you're looking for a cheap wide receiver, that's the route to go.
2: That is a good that is a good route, and I think TJ Hawkinson is going to be the main beneficiary, yep. don't you? I mean, that's oh yeah, that's the feeling I get from you saw
0: this. like 150 targets last year. Uh, I think it's going to be a race between Hawkinson, Laporta, and Kelsey for the number one overall tight end. Uh, Kelsey still most likely to finish in that position as long as he sure. stays healthy. On a points per game basis, he's still he's still the king of uh the coop and i know we, garrett and i were talking earlier because we bumped uh i bumped laporta up to my dynasty tight end two overall and garrett bumped him to his number one overall dynasty number one i put him at the top spot if if
1: you were to right now all right let's let's flip the script yes you
2: have laporta yes i do is
1: there any tight end i could trade you no i'd say f- exactly no. exactly hawkinson <laughs> you'd say no I have I have Hockinson at one. No, Hawkinson yeah.
2: Hockinson, Hockinson Hockinson's that, interesting. Andrews is interesting. Yeah, but both those guys are interesting. Um, I think Hawkinson has a little bit more juice than um, what's his name? Porta uh, or Andrews? No, Andrews. Thank you. I, Andrews looks more plotting to me. Sure. Um, in, he's a big even, physical. He is, but even this year, for some reason, he looks a little bit more plotting. Number two overall in points yeah. per game basis is Mark Andrews. By the way, okay. Um, so not not plotting. Well, he just looks... I don't know. He just looks a little bit slow to me. But he's, it, but it, I, I mean, more so he's 28. Laporta's 22. Sure.
0: Um, I think the big thing here too to remember is Hawkinson Hock, just turned 26. Twenty six. Yeah. So you're talking about a four-year gap there. But it's close. I mean, it's got mm. enough thinking. I mean, you said no to everybody. I There's a guy in one of our leagues at my new NerdHerd 4.0 league or 5.0 league actually. Um, and he keeps trying to get Laporta. And he knows I love Kincaid. And he keeps... Uh, offering me Kincaid, plus a little this, a little that. And I'm like, listen, I already have enough Kincaid, Kincaid shares. shares. I don't have enough Laporte shares yeah. I want. I have a decent amount because I love this tight end class, and so we all know how much I attack the tight end position. And then I, t- and I wrote back, and I was like, man, honestly, I have, there's an argument for Laporte to be my number one overall dynasty tight end, period. Um, and that was before I moved him to two. And he's like, what do I have to throw on top? And this is a, a league where we drafted the future draft picks for next year in this startup as well. Um, and I was like, I want one six in Kincaid it's a super flex tight end premium league. Like, I'd want one six in Kincaid for Laporta. That's how, like, wow. and I wouldn't, wow. but I, I can't imagine anything less off of that that I would want. You know, I love Kincaid still, but there's still risk there. To me, True. I feel like all the risk has been removed off of Laporta. Um, and he's safe to, if you had him as your tight end one overall in Dynasty, I have no problem with that. Uh, fits the scheme well. Even if Ben Johnson leaves this, after this year, he'll still have a good rapport with Jared Goff. I expect them to extend him. I don't think Jamison Williams will come in and take targets from him. He's just looked too good with the ball in his hands. Everything he's done with Iowa has completely translated Absolutely. to the NFL. Yeah,
2: And Ben Johnson had a chance to leave last year and didn't. So, I mean, I, I, I could see a scenario where he just stays because he likes his situation. No,
0: I think he did that because after the Lions go pretty far this year in NFC or made the playoffs, he'll get he'll a pick. He'll get his job. pick
2: as opposed to just settling for one. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we'll I think that's the key.
0: And maybe we'll does a good see. job. Maybe we'll go back again. Maybe it. pulls that. Uh, we'll maybe pulls we'll the see. Josh McDaniels uh, route. We're just waiting for the nice. absolute perfect time, like the Chargers. The open. Up. <laughs> How do we always do this? It's we were talking bad.
1: about Justin Jefferson.
0: How are we on Matt Laporte? Uh, T.J. Atkinson, uh, dude. S- seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, or whatever many degrees you go there. Turn up the oven. There Come we on, go. Let's get this thing cooking. Let's, let's get
1: to Devon A. Chan. All
0: right, Devon A. Chan had that knee injury. Real curious here because, like, again, he finished a game. Um, Well, he was was on the The sideline made some lateral movements. Now, he's not on IR yet. So that tells me a lot because it's still early, but if he doesn't go on IR, four weeks would be going right into the Dolphins' bye, and then they come back. So it will give him six weeks for enough time to heal. So if they're feeling like this is just like a little MCL sprain and he's just out for two weeks, that's great news for HN. For sure. uh, uh, Dynasty owners. If it's four weeks, then it might as well be six weeks. You won't see him for another six weeks because of the bye week. Uh, either cha- either way, it's a devastating loss for anybody that's had A Chan God, in their draft as a contender and help them propel them into these wins. Because now you're looking at Raheem Mostert, who's absolutely been fantastic as well, been running, mm-hmm. back, I think, Dynasty Fantasy running back 1-2 overall. Uh, Two
2: or three, yeah, he's, he's yeah. In the top three. I think he's tied for the most touchdowns in, in the league uh, by a running back. So he's right Savage there. Montgomery.
0: Um, yeah. Jeff Wilson, they open up the, the, the comeback. It is. <laughs> yeah, does sound like Montgomery. Um, so Jeff Wilson can come back pretty soon here. They just open that window for him to start practicing and come back. Maybe it's this week, maybe it's not. But even then, you're looking at probably the same split that HN had with Mostert where it was 50, 50. And when it came to targets, uh, in that route, Raheem Mostert is actually the number one passing down back. When Jeff Wilson's on the field, carries are pretty much 50, 50. When they get inside the five, uh, mostert doubled. Wilson's carries in that category as well. So look for Raheem Mostert still to, uh, put up solid fantasy football numbers, but Jeff Wilson coming IR will be a viable option just as a chain has been as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um It was McCaffrey that he's tied. McCaffrey's with. Um, he scored
1: every game and they had the four m- Teddy games. Though.
2: Montgomery is, is one behind Okay. Um, in the rushing touchdowns.
1: Although he missed two games, I think. And he's still that high, Montgomery. Yeah, Montgomery. Yeah.
0: You could check out um, your waiver wire for Chris Brooks just in case something happens with uh, Jeff Wilson. Yeah, he's a
2: bigger back. He's, he's gotten a little bit of work in the offense, uh, especially in that blowout game. I think he got some some run.
0: Well, I mean, the big news for me that tells me is that he was acted over Salvin Ahmad. Right. Uh, so that tells me enough where now if Jeff Wilson's ever to go this week in that offense the way they use the so far, the dual sure. running back system. Absolutely. If you just need anything at all, like you're in dire straits at running back, you can check your waiver wire for Chris Brooks of the Miami dolphins Add him in hopes to get anywhere from five to 12 points, potentially for that one week window. But every week counts, every W counts. Yeah,
2: I, I added him at the beginning of the season. Um, he was on our waiver wire in our oldest dynasty league. And I just need a little bit of running back. So you're depth. telling me there's a chance. And I had Jeff Wilson. I was like, you know what? I'm throwing this guy on the bottom of my roster to see what happens. And I mean, I haven't got a chance to use him or anything. Um, I haven't had to. But use you him, might. But you never know. And this might be his opportunity to kind of show what he can do.
0: Yeah, Mostert's a hard sneeze away from being on IR yeah. for the year. So this is usually around. This is usually right around when the wheels fall off. Yeah, this is the witching Moster- <laughs> hour, You know, it, it was just crazy because the guy's 31. He's had a 10-year career yeah. uh, in the NFL, going all the way back to even our Cleveland Browns days. Mm-hmm. And it just he continually produces when he's on the field just can't get on the field and that's why I said I was like this could be that one year where he finally puts it together and stays healthy late in his game and everybody goes back and look, look at the rushing leaders like oh Raheem Mostert oh that's right remember how good he used to be he just this is hurt every single year uh, another injury another big injury Anthony Richardson
2: Jeez. we're back for the Colts so guys I've said it almost every single week. It feels like he's, he's missed. He has left
1: the game early 60% of his games
2: and Our, that's
1: just 60% of the total games. He missed this one this game.
2: one's, this one's worse though, right? I mean, yeah. this is a grade. They're talking grade three separations. I've had, I've seen some people with separated shoulders in this kind of magnitude and it's weird. There's like an odd bone in the back. That'll come like popping up and sticking up all yeah. goofy. It's not painful for them. They say, but it's weird looking, but, um, so that's what it sounds like he has. Are you guys concerned? <laughs> I, I'm definitely at the point now where I'm concerned. Okay. He's he hurt that his shoulder
0: three times in college. Yep. The same shoulder he's had problems with three times in college. Um it has now come to the point where you said before, I've said, no, I'm not concerned yet at all. I'm concerned. Okay. Um it's every single week so far in his his career. Yeah. He he was banged up in college at times. Which again, I wasn't overly worried about that once how it translate to the NFL,
2: you know. It's he's just a big strong dude, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I really didn't think it was going to be that Sometimes much of, it's
1: just certain ligaments, certain joints, certain things. If they're weak enough, it's it's not going to matter.
2: Yeah. It really it, doesn't. He's out for a while too. So, I mean, this is throwing shoulder. Like this is not a joke here and and um, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know how that affects the functionality of throwing or anything like that. Um, but I would imagine there's got to be some effect because there's going to oh, be absolutely. some. There's going to be some pain involved no matter what until he heals up. Well, and they're
1: trying to decide between surgery or just rehab. Great, it sounds like grade four is just automatic, automatic surgery. surgery. So he's yeah. kind of like right in between. So it'll be interesting to see. Like, there's part of me, you know, for for the the, the part of me that has him on my teams that I'd like to get him back sooner. But you wonder if surgery might. Help prevent this long term. Yeah. So it's a tough call there. So, as a dynasty player here, the question is you know,
0: we all sound we're a little bit concerned now, Mm -hmm. right? Playing when he's going to be on the field, he's going to be a juggernaut with his rushing ability. I feel like going into this week, everybody felt the same way about Anthony Richardson, too. Like he skyrocketed up super flex rankings. How, how, where is your level of concern? Are you leveled concern of, you're actively now going to try and trade him to make it look like that. You're just like trying to fill this four week window of where you need a quarterback. Cause this, that's a move, right? Like if you do have concern about Anthony Richardson, you want to get out now why the value is still extremely high. Right. Um, You don't have to get out where you're selling. Like it looks, it's terrible. You get, you could do it to make a lateral move with the impression that you're just trying to do it to fill these next six weeks. If you're a contender, any or mm-hmm. almost any, any mode, are you actively trying to sell him? And if you are, I'd like, discuss a couple options at quarterback that you might be trying to sell him for, and what you can get for him on top.
1: I I worry that now it would be it would be tough to play play it cool and be like, oh yeah, I'm not worried. I'm just and maybe you can maybe you can pull it off. But my guess is you would probably have a better chance of selling him what you would want once he comes back. So if I if I were to the point where I was worried and I was willing to move him. I'm probably going to wait till he returns to try to move him as opposed to try to move him now uh, because most teams are going to want him. They're going to want to use him. Uh, But that being said, he's a really hard one to, to gauge the trade market for because in some senses, he's proven it.
2: But he hasn't like. Yeah, it's it's yeah, only absolutely. been a few weeks. He's just shown flashes. I, exactly, it's it. not been in the time when he wasn't injured and during the games that he's played. Right. So, you know I mean?
1: how much is somebody willing to give you for him? Like, like let, let, let's go through for a few names. I guess right now, would you rather have Anthony Richardson or let's start low, work our way up? Uh, Deshaun Watson. Would you rather have Deshaun Watson or Anthony Richardson? Anthony Richardson. Okay. Ditto. I figured you I knew <laughs> your answer. All right. Uh, so moving up a little bit,
2: uh, Justin Fields. Would you rather have Anthony Richardson or Justin Fields? That's a that's a that's a closer one, right? That one's tough for me. Um, obviously, Justin Fields has shown his downside and upside both mm-hmm. both in this year already, and I feel like Anthony Richardson has has done similar. Um, he, he's shown that you know his health may be a can real concern, right? But when he's on the field, he he balls out. So. Th- that might be that might be the perfect scenario where Rich is talking about right like if somebody who who's, his team has been decimated they're already looking till next year they have Justin Fields on their team I think you could sell to them hey, let's do a little swap here. I'm going to, I'll take Justin Fields off your hands. Cause he's going to start scoring some points mm-hmm. and you take Anthony Richardson's off my hands. Cause he's not going to score any points for the next four or five weeks. In a rebuild and and, and they're so close anyway. We're pretty much getting, a, getting the same player back and, and, and you could feel good about that if you, if you want to get out for injury reasons on the Anthony Richardson. So I, I do feel like they're very close. Um, and I don't know. I may have those guys flip-flopping on different, on different days. You yeah. know what I mean? Just depending on how I feel. That's how close they are.
0: I think for me to come to – I'm very close as well, um, and I think I would love to see if I can get a little plus on top of that. Like I yeah. get Justin Fields in a second, yeah. 24 seconds. Just a little, sweet, Andy Richardson, just a little sweetener. Cause, and, that's, and the question was like, where does the plus start coming to effect? So my main question for you guys would be like, would you take Brock Purdy – in a mid 24 first for Anthony Richardson. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like it looks like you're making a desperate play, but you're really just trying to get like
2: a solid player. A solid player back. Gonna, yeah. Uh
0: Brock Purdy will never score as much on a week in, week out basis on our, on a points per game basis, probably Anthony Richardson. But, but end, at the end of the year, Brock Purdy's gonna be extremely consistent. You're talking about a player, I know we're going to talk about the next episode, but who's gone over 20 points for the last three games here. And for a team to say they're not a contender, so like a top six, 24 draft, like they're excited to get another quarterback, right? Say they took Bijan at one, their team's a little bit better. Now they're finish anywhere between four and six, the way the league played out. Is that a move you would try to make? Try and get Brock Purdy plus a top six twenty-four pick, which we know this to be a really loaded class for Andrew Richardson. Or is that too steep? Like I'm trying to gauge like how far would you go if you are I, nervous? I don't hate
1: that at all because it, Brock Purdy at this point, things can change. The the other shoe could drop and he turns back into a pumpkin or whatever. But at this point, he looks like a steady, at worst, high-end quarterback, too. And best case scenario, he's a mid QB one with, with how he's been
2: playing lately. So he, I don't know to, that the production's that far off. No, I mean, to me, he feels like a Kirk Cousins who's in a better sure. offense. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know fair. I, you know what I mean? Like, that's what he feels like as far as he's just going to, he's going to get you your points. You can, you can depend on him. He's not going to have a bunch of three interception games or anything like that, that are going to really negatively affect his, his fantasy output. And that offense is just humming. You know what I mean? And, and he's, so he's got such a high floor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily have this huge high ceiling. You might have a couple of crazy games where, sure. where everything works out. It's
1: going to have to be everything with his arm. He's not going to run much. No, yeah. It's
2: so going to be like a couple of dump off passes to McCaffrey that he turns into big plays sure. and stuff like that. And we're
0: going to talk about Brock Purdy next show. So I don't yeah. want to waste all that. So like, Take that. We'll piggyback off of that. But I mean, that's it. That's where I'm talking about Justin Herbert. Because there's two court uh, uh Anthony Richardson right now being out. If I if I was somewhat still a contender, like where are you going to like? gonna look at teams that aren't contenders. I would take Lawrence over uh Anthony Richardson. Yeah, so
1: would I. Yep, close for me.
0: Okay, yeah, I would take Tua over him. Um, I would love, but I think I think the thing that I would love personally as a dynasty owner because you're not getting C.J. Stroud plus. You might be able to flip them equally, but you're not getting plus at this point. But I do think a guy like Brock Purdy plus a first, and I do think a guy like Jared Goff plus a first is very, very feasible. And I think.
2: I think Goff's an easy one. You I could think, do that. Yeah. Easy I, a lot you might be able to older. get CJ Stroud plus. You,
1: you I, might. I would try. I mean, I'm because yeah. I I don't know if people view, I don't know who they view higher at the moment, Brock Purdy or CJ Stroud. I'm guessing it's pretty close. Yeah. Well, these injuries that
0: every single week, it's 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 you're looking at something that might turn again. It could just be a one early part of his career thing. We never talk about again, but there's a chance it's a consistent thing, which will always ding his value a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I'm kind of looking to see if I have Anthony Richardson, what to me would look like a slight overpay that I would be happy with. That's
1: the community that I would have be happy let, with. Let me ask one more player just, just cause it's interesting because we've dealt with similar things with him over the past couple of years. Lamar Jackson. Would you rather have Lamar Jackson or would you rather have Anthony Richardson? I'd rather have
0: Anthony Richardson.
1: I think it's close
0: because I, I, I have a, it just doesn't look like Lamar's going to have opportunity to get
1: done with his arm. It doesn't, no. it doesn't. It he looked, did just sign that big deal. He so did. he's going to be there for a
2: while. You know what? The Richardson's going to be freaking deal. <laughs> yeah.
0: And Richardson's going to be there. I mean, he's a first round pick. He's going to be there for just as long as that, uh, that Lamar contract is yeah, up. Absolutely. So, it's, to me, that, that's really close. Obviously, if I'm a contender, I want Lamar right now for his rushing ability, Because that's too. the thing.
1: That's one of those deals where you could make that, where you say, like, ah, I just need the production right now. Yeah, I think I would choose. I really think I'd take Anthony Richardson slightly. I, I agree. I think he does have a slightly higher ceiling.
2: But it's <sighs> it's slight, though, right? I mean, sure I'm trying he. to. How how old is Lamar at this point? He's not that old. Uh, 26 26, 27. So, 26 yeah. years old.
0: It's close. Uh, yeah. I think
2: I'd. Oh, God. It's a tough one. This one, this one is tough because I, it's the same issue. In, in my brain, I've gone back and forth three times. I've, <laughs> I've tried to say Anthony Richardson, but then I went, "No, I would yeah. rather have Lamar." No, it's I, tugging at me. So that one, that one's a hard one. I would, it's I would have to, flip. I would have to sit down and really think that one through, and maybe even start digging into some stats on that one before I can make a decision. Yeah.
0: Here, here's a question: Would you offer Anthony Richardson in your first for Justin Herbert? Or is that too pricey for you boys?
2: I would. I think I'm good with that. I would do it. I might. Yeah, I might. I would. As long as I'm a contender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is for sure. It's not like you're you're giving up two quarterbacks for Justin Herbert. You're giving up quarterback and then another player. And then a receiver. If if if
0: you're super flex tight end premium, and you have, if you think there's even a 50 50 chance for you to finish in the top six, like you got to hold that first. Yeah. Like you have to hold that first. This class is going to be, by the time it's all said and done, when we talk about this class, it's going to be so low at quarterback and probably quarterbacks going to the top 10 outside of the receiving talent and tight end talent, a couple of running back good spots we're going to see mm-hmm. that the top six could be pretty much four quarterbacks, Marvin Harrison Jr., and Brock Brock Bowers, Bowers, like in Italian premium league. So at six, you get Brock Bowers, who has a chance to, by this time next year, be the number one dynasty tight end over. He's more talented than Laporta. Um, He's going to be one of the best, he's going to be one of the most talented tight ends we've ever seen. Yeah, Probably since, for me, Hawkinson and Kincaid were the two best tight ends that I've scouted um, or washed tape on. And Pitts. Yeah. Oh, and Pitts. Yeah, I'm sorry. And Kyle Pitts. So like, he'll be in that category there. So we got a Let's more try interviews to See to go. if there's
2: anyone else. <laughs> Get through real quick.
0: Uh, James Conner he goes to IR. Hey, uh, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa! You skipped Daniel Jones.
0: He's got a neck thing. He's probably he's be not, not president of the fan club
2: anymore. Yeah, what the hell, man? He's got a dude. You see his offensive line? It's like freaking Swiss cheese out there. Which is, I think, notable. We should, <laughs> that it says it's clean MRI right now, <laughs> but a week from now, who knows? Maybe that neck injury is back because he's getting drilled again, again and
1: again and and, and, and again. this is
2: for him. This he was out. He finished. He was on IR two seasons ago because of the neck injury. This is apparently a different neck injury, um, but still, that's two. That's two thus far shooter. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can count. Dude, but that's 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 two neck injuries. That's bad it,
0: news. I mean, he's got a long neck.
2: Well. It's no it's Mike Lennon. Yeah. It's not like nobody. I mean, that's a brontosaurus <laughs> you talking about. That's the guy. I can't even remember his name already. From uh, the Houston Texans. Oh, Davis Mills? Davis Mills. Davis 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 Mills. He's Davis got a lot of guy, oh, That guy's already flushed out. He's more <laughs> of
0: a giraffe than a source <laughs> But yeah, I understand what you're saying. Um, so Daniel Jones, he'll be okay. Fixed we'll offensive line. Guy has no chance whatsoever.
2: It's pathetic. The offensive line? I can't watch. I cannot watch the Giants this year.
0: They're, like they're when, really bad. when they're horrible. on TV,
2: I'm like, nope, I can't. Even. It's every single play he's getting pressured. It's horrible.
0: Yeah, dude, he's about as safe as like a porcupine handing you a condom. Like, you, you wouldn't trust that.
2: <laughs> would you? No, no, I, I definitely wouldn't. Yeah, neither would of all, I would
1: say, porcupine? Where <laughs> or, did yeah. you get this condom? Well,
2: <laughs> why are you handing me things?
1: You seem dude, really intelligent. Obviously, you've
0: never uh, read uh, children's books, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Happens all the time there. You know, safety first. Got condoms. That's how I feel about <laughs> the Giants offensive line. First thing sh- pops in my head. What Sorry. kind of
2: children's books yeah, did you read, read to your weird kids? Weird. I don't know, man. Kids books, man. On Twitter,
0: I see they read some pretty weird books these days. These <laughs> kids. So I'm not putting anything out there. Porcupine with condoms. Hey, kids, do it safely. Oh no! It hit my head. <laughs> Yeah, let me get another one. I thought
2: he was going to go Sonic the Hedgehog or something on <laughs> us.
0: No, that's like nice flowing. light. You ever see that guy run and then do a little circle thing? Yeah, okay. yeah dude. The porcupine does that. They're going to go get those gold coins. They're going to get stuck Yay. in a rock. Oh, man, we we're way we're stuck off the rails.
2: Again. James Conner.
0: Official <laughs> on IR.
2: Yeah, officially on IR.
0: Uh, so this is not a good situation. They picked up Tony Jones, uh, who who had a good game, or okay game with the Saints, but the Saints cut him. Yep, now so that, not good enough. Now um, that Alvin Kamara's is back. So right now they bring in Tony Jones. They have, um, who's looked really good is, yeah. Oh, I can't remember his uh,
2: last name. Amari Democardo. Demicardo. Yeah. yeah.
0: So he's looked really good. They're about to get Kean, uh, Keante Ingram back. Correct. Now Keontae Ingram started the beginning of the year as the backup mm-hmm. to, uh, has never really
2: flashed or shown anything, though, right? It's, I
1: mean, it's only second year. But, yes, it's, it's not like he's blown anyone away. It's not like one of those backups where we're waiting to see him play. Right. He's been there. Um, <laughs> he's we, been on the roster. Physically <laughs>
2: present.
0: He offers nothing on third down. He offers nothing in the passing game. And Amar- Shout
2: out to Ingram. Here.
0: <laughs> I'm up. here. Uh, Amari Demicardo. He is our third-down running back, even yeah. with James Conner there. And he's been pretty electric uh, so far in his last oogie, couple oogie, games oogie. here, too. So check your waiver wires. Amari, that's with an E, E-M-A-R-I, Demarcado. Undrafted, and,
2: undrafted rookie out of TCU.
0: Yeah, he's looked pretty good so mm-hmm. far even coming in here. And then Ke- Keontae Ingram. Keonte Ingram. Ingram present. Uh, he's going to be back here very soon. I know he had a neck injury, but he may be back as soon as this week. And then, of course, Tony Jones. All worth flyers. I think Demicardo is the best pickup there in Arizona because with the team consistently trailing in games, he's going to be on the field in two-minute drills, trailing. It's not going to be Ingram. So if you're looking for any kind of fantasy uptick, that's a great waiver wire pickup. Um, or even a stash you might be able to get for like a fourth-round pick somebody picked off their waiver wire. They add to your roster for the next four to five games where yep. probably he's probably going to get you about 10 points per game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no likely. doubt, man.
2: That's, it is a nice little... Uh, Quick stopgap type of guy.
0: So then we have Tank Dell. He's got a concussion, unlikely to play in week six. So monitor that. Don Kincaid, he's got a concussion as well. So we got to see how that plays out. Then Khalil Herbert's got the high ankle sprain, which is mm. never good. That's multiple weeks here. So right. we know Roshan Johnson left the game with a concussion as well. His status is up in the air. But with 10 games between kickoffs, there's a very good chance that Roshon Johnson now ten, is... D- 10 days. 10 days until kickoff. Yeah. Um, there's a very good chance uh, Roshon Johnson's going to clear the concussion protocol, mm-hmm. get in there and be the guy, because they also lost um, Travis Homer to a hamstring Correct. injury. Now they have Dante Foreman mm-hmm. who's coming off, but Dante Foreman, I mean, this is somebody who has been inactive.
2: He's been inactive, For
0: yep. the most part. So... With with Foreman being a healthy scratch, going all the way back to things since week two, week two, Johnson's finally getting the time to shine and show if he could be the running back here and actually steal the job from Khalil Herbert and see if he can get the job back. So this is a great opportunity for him. Huge opportunity. So far, I mean, this is somebody who's averaging four point nine yards per carry. Um, he's got um, way, he's already got more big plays than Khalil Herbert. And there there were rumors
2: that Roshan Johnson was going to get more, more carries going forward. And then Khalil Herbert kind of exploded for the Mm -hmm. past couple of games. So I think that kind of got backburnered. So we'll see Roshan Johnson might get, Exactly what you were saying, his opportunity finally.
0: And he's got, it's a good time to get it because he's got a good schedule coming up here as well. If this is a player you're interested in trading for, Uh, they play the Vikings again this week. The Vikings are like really middle of the road uh, when it comes to stopping the fantasy football running backs. But after that, they got the Raiders and they got the Chargers, both in the bottom third. Um, Chargers nice. even farther back, way bottom of that third uh when it comes to stopping a fantasy football running back here. So this is a good opportunity for him not to only get his opportunity but actually put up some production uh, against some bad run defenses. Have, so have it's a, like it's a bottom, good player to have. Bottom eighth. They are twenty six somewhere right around there when it comes to stopping a fantasy football running back.
2: Okay,
0: that's yeah, a pretty bad. So not, not quite, not, not quite the bottom. bottom eighth. No, not the bottom. I mean, there's, when you tell them in the thirds, you, it's a lot. Of it's close th- to the bottom eighth. Eight. It, it, Ten. So it's gonna be the top of the third. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> good schedule coming up here. Yep. Anybody else you want to
2: talk about that? Got a boo-boo? Uh, I mean, Kelsey had that low ankle sprain, um, was, a- was able to return to the game. He's practicing, but they're on a short week. So I'd, I wanted to put it out there, you know, pay attention. He he practiced on a limited basis today. I think he's going to plan on playing. But if I had Kelsey and it's Thursday night already, uh, I would probably dial back my expectations. I would still start him because he's Kelsey. If my girlfriend um, was a billionaire, I wouldn't risk it. Exactly. Yeah. He might not be risking it
0: anymore.
2: No. <laughs> no risk, you no know, biscuit. All
0: right, before we talk about a couple more players here, the big the big guy we get to talk about here coming soon. I gotta tell you real quick about our friends at Sleeper. We partner with the Sleeper, we have the app um, that's coming to the sleeper app here very soon as well and right now sleeper is really offering great ways to play dfs where you can go out there and you win a hundred times your entry they really are offering the highest payouts on the dfs market you can track your fantasy players and your sleeper picks in real time all you gotta do is choose two to eight of your favorite players for pre-game live in-game or even across different sports pick more or less than your predicted stats only on sleeper can you get up to a hundred times your payout, you can share with your friends and get rewarded together. Use the promo code nerds and they're gonna match your deposit up to a hundred dollars on your first time deposit. Terms and condition, conditions do apply. So check that out. Um and right now I said we're trying to integrate the dynasty gm into sleeper. They're mini we're gonna be the first dynasty app on there. Uh you're gonna be able to use the league analyzer and the trade calculator in a limited form. If you are a nerd herd member and you're part of you know, the dynasty gm you get full access it's on sleeper which is lot. pretty sweet. And we're going to try and offer a couple of things like maybe even sending trades through the app, which would be pretty sweet. Ooh. So excited about that.
1: Yeah. And we also want to make sure we mention FFPC. I do want to say I have an FFPC team and it is looking pretty, pretty good. Although yes. it'll look even better once Devon A. Chan comes, comes back. Comes comes back. But I did get away. Jonathan Taylor back this week. So hopefully just Zach Moss. But did is you? no longer a thing. He was back, but was he back? He was back back-ish. He was present six.
2: <laughs> John <the> Taylor, present, <laughs> present here.
1: Uh, but FFBC launched in 2010, home to the largest high stake dynasty league community in fantasy football. But the more important thing right now is the weekly challenge. No draft, no salary cap, no convoluted rules. 10 team league, 30 team league or even a 100 team contest. You pick your players by 1 p.m and you let them ride. Results will be determined by the total points accumulated by each lineup entry. So if you use the promo code NERDS, you can get $25 off that $35 entry. That means, I'm not great at math, but that means you only got $10 you have to pay yourself. Hmm. It's not a lot. That is not. Not a lot. Or you could do the $200 entry using the promo code NERDS. Go to MyFFPC.com. That's MyFFPC.com. Use the promo code Nerds for that
2: $25 off. So before we get to what Jared. Or wow. <laughs> wow. What Garrett cannot wait to do. And I didn't even bring it up. Rich brought it up. I just was very glad to put it on the sheet. Yes. Um, I, di- I did. I did want to mention that the Jets today are Van Jefferson was traded today. I don't know why I said the Jets. <laughs> the Jets. I don't know. I think his dad's a wide receiver coach. He is. Jets. And that was in my brain. Um, but Van Jefferson j- traded to the Falcons today. And I don't know. I mean, I wrote in here to be funny. If a tree falls in the woods, <laughs> and the team he's traded to two doesn't throw the ball, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really matter. I mean, yeah, one less player for them not to target. He's a he's a hell of a blocking uh, wide receiver. I mean, that's true. So, so this is going to work out really good for the running game. I mean, Bijan's excited. Yeah,
0: they, they've used Daryl Hodge a decent amount, but outside that, they have Mac Hollins there, Scotty Miller. Sure. Nobody's getting anything. I mean, Kyle Pitts had a, a, a game. We're going to talk about Kyle Pitts next show. Uh, and even Drake London, their number one guy. It's between those guys down the carry, but like you said, they don't throw the ball. Right. Uh, be fair though, you know Van Jefferson is a savvy route runner, um, and they're going to have a different quarterback in twenty twenty four. So, and it could be anywhere from maybe. But Desmond Ritter
1: fields the team on his back there
0: at
2: the end. Let the team be to victory. Kyler Murray guy stinks. Yeah, he's not good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somebody who could be like a, a start a backup quarterback that might come in win your game, but just Desmond Ritter is not the answer to go. I, you to start I agree,
2: but we'll see. And and yes, to be fair, he, he is he, he doesn't stink on normal terms, but he's not a starting caliber. Yeah, Y-C-R. I I agree, I agree. But it'll be
1: uh, they're three and two. I'm I'm nervous.
2: I'm nervous. We'll find out playing
1: too well.
0: So I want the thing I texted the guys today was on what I want to talk about during the show was Tajay Spears. Ah, And I know, I know that would get, but I've officially reached a point where I would give, if I'm a contender, a 24 first for Tajay Spears. And I honestly would probably throw a little bit on top of that. If I had to as well, this is a player that I had as my running back. Number four overall in this draft class. I had it. Bijan, uh, Jameer Gibbs and then Devon Achan. I had Gibbs and Achan closer than most, and then I had Tajay Spears, but then I had Tajay Spears closer to Achan um, than most. And we all know how much Garrett loves him. He got a lot of flack by uh, taking him in the first round of our startup draft right after the NFL draft was actually yep. still going on. And he got a lot of flack for that. This is a player that we've actually liked his tape a lot coming into the season. And right now he's come off his best week yet where he's running back eight on a year. Saw so a season high of 11 touches there um, as well when they're playing the Colts. And when we actually look at how he's been used overall, I mean, his touches are going up and up and up. Like he's over 30% now where we saw him for the first couple of weeks, he was about 20% usage. Now he's closer to almost 40% usage here for the Titans. And he's really just outperforming um, Derek Henry. When you really look at the numbers, I mean, Henry's rushed so far, he's at 86 t- rushes. He rushed for 328 yards so far this year. So he's averaged about 3.8 yards per carry. Um, which for him is the worst he's ever done, right? And we saw his uptick actually increase last year because of how involved he was in the passing game. Correct. Which really? you know, so Henry finished pretty well last year because of how involved he was. Well, now with Tajay Spears and the mix, that's changed because Spears is actually rushing better. He's average compared to three point eight yards per carry by Derrick Henry. Tajay Spears averaging 5.8 yards Ooh, uh, who per who carry when he get gets the ball. And <laughs> when you look at the snap count, when it comes to the passing yards, even uh, when they're running routes, Spears is 20, Hunter Henry, uh, Derrick Henry is 14. And for me, if you're going to take away some of that, um, passing usage for Derrick Henry that immediately hurts him for even what he did over the previous years. And now that he's yards per carry, which again, he's an older running back bear guy, tons of tread on his tires has a, has had a phenomenal career over these last couple of years. This is all just pointing to me that, Hey, Tajay Spears is slowly going to become the guy here. The more that the Titans slowly, if they do fall out of this, mm-hmm. the more likely that Spears will just get more carries anyways, and increase the odds of when we talked about Derrick Kirk cousins getting traded, Very unlikely. A running back, however, definitely a guy like Derrick Henry, who's on the last year of his deal. Perfect candidate to get Perfect candidate to be traded by October 31st if the Titans are out of it. So I can easily see Derrick Henry getting traded at the deadline just because they have Tajik Spears. It doesn't even look – they sell it by trading Derrick Henry for whatever they get, fourth-round pick, whatever – Hey, we felt we are in this opportunity that, you know, we believe in Tajay enough where we want to give him an expanded role. You know, and we can all hear the news, con- news conference yep. now, right? We've,
2: we've heard him before. Um, that, that's so, exactly the kind of burbage. Tajay
0: around. Spears will be the starting running back for the Tennessee Titans next year. Yep, To me, I could say that pretty confidently. Nothing's 100% in life, but I would bet the farm on that. So giving up a first plus and whatever that plus may be, whether it's a first and third, um, even if you had to go as far as if you're a contender a first and second, which sounds crazy they have an opportunity to get a young running back who we loved his film. And then it, it translates already to the NFL split in time with a running back. We thought he'd get not a lot of time to split carries with has put me in a camp of, I'm ready to do what it looks like an overpaid day is an underpaid tomorrow for Tajay Spears. Every opportunity he gets, he makes, um, he makes the most of it, and it's not just his running ability. He's out there on third downs, putting proper blocks on yes. pass protecting. He is playing the game of football at a very high level right now. And you know the the, the noise is slowly creeping on Tajay Spears. So this window seems pretty limited to me. That's why I want to jump on here today and say, go into your league, offer 24 first. If it gets rejected and you're a contender, and you need a running back, which we all do, nobody has enough running backs where you're no. comfortable, right? I have no problem offering that first and a second, uh, as a max pay as I would pay for Tajay Spears. And I think we're, by the time we're at this point next year, I feel like that's going to look like a great value that you got. Cause that price won't go any cheaper to have a back that you have in your stall for about three
1: to four years. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving this. It's the second you sent it. Uh, I was giddy, uh, because I've, I've, loved this player. I I think his talent and and I talked about it when we were doing the, the nerd score with Jared, my tape grade score wise came out identical to Gibbs. And I know I heard it all when that happened. You're blind. I don't know what you're seeing, blah, blah, blah. And how will it all pan out? I don't know. But everything that I saw on tape from explosiveness to elusiveness to things that he can do in the open field to how he catches the football all of that is looking the exact same as it did in college. He's still doing it mm-hmm. here at the NFL level. So I'm I'm all about this. And the good news is, right now, you might not even have to do that. The narrative is growing. He scored his first touchdown this week. Uh, he was very involved in the passing game, four receptions for 35 yards, did some good things on the ground. And he's been averaging seven or eight carries a game, even with Derrick Henry there. So he is being uh, utilized quite a bit, but... I went back uh, even just, just the past few weeks. And like I said, the price is probably slowly increasing. But this is from October 3rd on. Ty J Spears for Tyler Lockett. Ty J Spears for a 24 second. Ty J Spears for a 24 second. Ty J Spears for a 24 second. Uh, Ty J Spears for a 24 second.
2: Like, These are not, you're not a broken record. Those are all. <laughs> those are all,
1: yes. The, the, the podcast isn't skipping. Uh, and and one, even yesterday. So after he scored the touchdown, still tie Spears for a 24 second. So you wow. might not even have to give the wow. first. Would I be willing to 110%? I actually traded after week two or three. Now I didn't have too many places to trade for him because I had him a lot of places, but right. one of the few places I didn't have him, I traded Traylon Burke straight up for Ty G Spears and felt really be. good about it. And, I even you know we were messaging back and forth, and he's like, "I don't know, Tajay could blow up," and it's like, I get that. And on the flip side, traditionally trading a third round running back for a first round wide receiver is not a good deal, but that's how much I believe in Tajay Spears' ability and what I think he's going to be able to do in the workload that he's going to get moving forward.
2: Yeah, and and I mean, the only question I have is because I love everything that he's doing. Is you know, if everything plays out the way uh, Rich had explained earlier. Derrick Henry moves on is he the type of guy that can that can handle that kind of work like the, that increase of the workload to be like the man
0: kind of how we saw it it's hurt Tony Pollard exactly. where we saw Tony Pollard's is going to this carries and be the man when really he excelled on the
2: on the, lim- on the limited stuff the big plays mm-hmm. he, cuz he's not he's not big enough to be a guy that's going to wear down a defense or anything like that Um, so that that's the one question in the back of my mind is he is he a player that's always going to need another guy that's a bigger bruiser type that's kind of going to need to grind between the tackles in order for him to get out in space and and be explosive and and that's kind of how that's kind of how I see him and I don't know if that's how the titans see him or if that is true reality or not well I feel like my first and second now
0: seems like something I need to kind of take back a little bit here, definitely for him going for mostly for a second. Um, I feel like a first, I, I still feel very comfortable with a first though, giving up that first. So would you feel comfortable with even at worry, giving up a first for Tajay Spears? Do you feel confident that he'll be the starter running back here for the Tennessee Titans next year?
2: That's what I don't know. Like uh, if they don't, if, if they see what happens if, if this happens, what happens if they get rid of Henry, they see that Tajay, maybe isn't the type of guy that they that can run an offense and be the main guy and then they go out and draft another guy in the third round and now all of a sudden there's these two running backs that they drafted in the third round and this like guy and all of, yeah all of a sudden this big this big bruising back is it, if more it than makes just you feel big... any
1: better the because i think i think the pollard uh zeke comp to henry and spears is makes perfect sense Yeah. perfect sense in in that situation tony pollard was an rb1 last year with Derrick Henry, or with Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott. Yep. even though he was slowly taking over. yeah. Um, And this year, even by himself, even though he hasn't been as successful, he's still running back 11 on the season, and that's partly due to how bad the Cowboys have been this past two weeks. So yeah. in that scenario, Pollard's out RB1 either way. Right. So whether they give him the full workload or he's only getting 12 carries and six targets a game, I still think he has the talent to... Like, like we've seen out, out of an Alvin Kamara or guys like that, where they don't necessarily need 25 touches a game. They need 15, 16 touches a game and, and a, half of those in the passing game.
2: And a Latavius Murray type or sure. a Jamal Williams type Which to be is on the, the roster. He's just type to find. Yeah. So yeah, I right. think yeah.
1: either way, I still feel good about him putting up high end RB2 numbers or low end RB1 numbers at some point in the near future. Which is definitely worth a first round pick. Yeah, yep. you,
2: you've probably gotten me convinced to the first round, but I wouldn't go, above. go much more. Yeah. Okay, I so I'll reel back. that
0: back in. I would not pay a first and second, but I would pay a twenty four first. If I'm contender, I need a running back, which we all do. And remember, next year's class is going to be pretty loaded. Right now, the biggest question mark is how much talent will be at the running back position mm-hmm. um, outside of guys like it's Travion true. Henderson. So, uh, a player to, to, to go out there, and maybe put some
2: offers on, and see how it plays out. Is Please Travion do- Henderson actually really that good? Uh,
1: there's, there's definitely some question marks. There's definitely, okay. he's one of the top backs in the class. Yeah. Uh, Raheem Sanders out of Arkansas is another one that's, you know, doing decent. Um, he's a bigger name ward, uh, from Florida state. So there's, there's some guys, but w- not even in the same stratosphere as what we were talking about with Brees Hall and B John Robinson yeah. and the top back over the past couple. I classes. mean, I don't know.
2: I've, I've watched some Trevion Henderson and been really excited, but I've, Seen some stuff and been really underwhelmed. He, he he looked the best as a true freshman. I agree. Yeah. And he's only, so it's and interesting. this year
0: he's only got a couple plays. He had a big outside run like two weeks ago. I think yeah. that he looked pretty good again. But yeah, he has been fine,
1: fired. but not RB1 that you right. would want.
0: Yeah. Like yep. in this draft class, he'll probably get like all the running backs are going to get pushed outside. I mean, we'll see where the draft capital happens, but usually to the back end of this first yes. is gonna be Because yeah. You got some, you got neighbors when uh, when, you got Keon Coleman, when Ohio state's
2: running guys out there that used to be linebackers at different schools that they just brought (laughs) in. Like that's bad news. You know what I mean? Like that, that means you're really not doing an excellent job.
0: All right. Well, let's let's get our last segment here. How about you guys feel about that? And let's wrap it up. Garrett, what do you got for us?
1: Yeah, I think this is the, the time of year that we are starting to start to see the trade market really develop, move forward. And, These types of players that we're going to talk about while you're in contender mode are going to get increasingly more expensive week by week, the closer we get to your trade deadline. So talking about maybe identifying some of these guys now trying to get out ahead of the trade deadline, maybe save yourself an extra second or something like that along the way. So just kind of trying to see what would you be willing to pay right now we're going to assume that these are super flex leagues okay Okay. and we're all
0: and we're every team is going to be a contender right every
1: team we're talking about is in contender mode so we don't have to specify clarify these are all for contenders what would you pay for these players and these are all veteran players that are older for their position fair fair all right cooper cup what would you be willing to pay right now for a cooper cup or would you i guess that's the first question would you go after them second question is what would you pay
0: so, Cooper Cup, this is his first game back, and my biggest question was, like, how would Puka Nakua look with him back? And, you know, Cooper Cup comes in, out, catches eight balls for 118 yards. Uh, his 19.8 points was good for wide receiver 12 this week.
2: Wide receiver Who, 11 this week? Puka Nakua <laughs> with 20.1 <laughs> points,
0: and it showed me enough. I mean, Van Jefferson, it got rid of. 2-2 um, out. Well, yep. that was a fun run, but this is the Puka and Cooper Cup show That's going exactly forward. That's
2: exactly how... Somebody predicted it before the year started. <laughs> hmm. Not before the year started. Yeah, that was yeah, on dude, my bold prediction, Was it? Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. He had Puka, Nakua. Good, good
2: for you. Bold prediction show. I nailed a bold prediction. Good for you.
1: So, <laughs> touche. <laughs> touche. I forgot about that. So
0: for me as a contender, yeah. I mean, I feel like every player on this list you're going to mention, I would go after Okay. as I'm a contender because I want guys that are going to give me good numbers, right? right? And it's, and I feel like I'm, I'm going to be pretty redundant here. But I would give a 24 first for Cooper cup. And that's the most I would pay because he's 30, what 30, almost 31 let years
2: old. And he it, is 30 years old. He'll, uh, he won't uh be 31 till June. Okay. okay.
1: So let, let's maybe clean this up a little bit and, and streamline it. Three guys that I think are in a similar ish tier. Yep. Cooper cup, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen. And then let's throw Devontae Adams in there too. Are all four of them about the same in your eyes as to what you would be willing to pay, which would be a late first, or is maybe Adams the slight... One of these things is not like the others. So Adams would be the slight, maybe pay, be willing to pay a little bit more? Um, No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would pay... Okay,
0: let me, let me retract that. The most I would pay for these guys, if I'm like a contender, for all four of those guys, not Mike Evans... Um, but for Keen Allen, Devonta Adams, and Cooper Cup, I would pay a first and a second for both those guys.
2: You would pay uh, a first and a second, yeah. Because Keen Allen, again, we, let's remember, Keen, Keen Allen is the wide receiver one, right? Or no, he was, he, he, he was
0: heading he, into the buy. He was yeah. wide receiver two behind Tyree Kill. Mm-hmm. He's currently sitting with the buy wide receiver seven with no Mike Williams on a team that wants to contend. Keen Allen's going to eat. He's going to be a top three pie fans receiver the rest of the way. He's
2: less than a half a point on a points per game basis behind. Tyreek. Hill. Yeah. So <laughs> he he might be my
1: arguably my favorite target because I think he's the most acquirable between him, Devontae Adams, and Cooper Cup. I
0: I got um key, in my high stakes league, I traded away Devontae Adams and I mm. got Keen Allen, um I think David Montgomery and somebody else I can't remember. Nice. I remember we sat here and talked about it beforehand, but I got a little bit more for Keen Allen. Nice. Um oh Josh Palmer is what I Nice. It um because he I the original offer was Puka Nakua. And he said I'm a BYU guy. I think I'm just going to hold on to Puka. He's like, you pick either Puka or Josh Palmer. And I picked Puka and he said, "Uh, last minute, can we just keep him?" I was like, "Yeah, no big deal." <laughs>
1: I <tell> you, <laughs> wish I would have oh,
0: been back. an all-timer. I to go back there. Um but yeah, I mean, first I mean, Devon Adams is currently wide receiver 9 and he'll probably live right around that top five to eight this year only yeah. because of the team around him and Cooper cup will probably be a wide receiver one the rest of the way too. But I think the buy for me out of all those guys is definitely Keenan Allen. Keenan he'll probably be the cheapest of those options and probably outproduce all those and options
2: with no Mike Williams. He's, he's the guy that's, I mean, he's just going to eat, man. There's going to be so much there.
1: So what about Mike Evans? So you're not willing to pay the little bit extra for Mike Evans then
2: I would pay. If I'm like a tender, I would pay a first
0: for Mike Evans. Now, you could have got Mike Evans for first three years ago, too, which is kind of crazy about it, but that shows you his value. You know, he's currently work, uh, wide receiver 15
2: overall, but he was just on by as well. 13th, 13th in points per game.
0: Wide receiver 9 overall, weeks 1 through 4. Baker Mayfield's looks like he has a really good relationship there in mm-hmm. Tampa Bay to the point where, like, he might actually get extended there for a short term deal. It there could happen. Um, Chris Godwin's been balling out. We know Mike Evans is gonna leave Tampa Bay this year. He's gonna sign a decent deal. He'll be on a team next year where is most likely a contender. Sure, not a not a bad thought process to think that Mike Evans could easily go to Kansas
2: City next year. He is thirty, also by the way. To win a rung, he is old. Same, same almost same age as uh, Cooper Cup, couple couple months younger.
0: So let's start there for a minute. Let me let me retract for people that might be newer to the show. Um, You'll hear a lot of people say that's ludicrous to pay a first-round pick for guys like Devontae Adams. Um, maybe not Devontae Adams, but for like Mike Evans to Keen Allen. Some mm-hmm. people go on Twitter and tell you that that's crazy. But those people aren't in the same position you are, and you're trying to win a championship. Mm-hmm. And that first-round pick, if it's a late first-round pick, is 100% guaranteed to be a 50-50 um, shot at you having somebody you even carry on your roster, mm-hmm. let alone start. You're in championship mode. We're entering week six here Mm -hmm. in the NFL season. We're almost um, halfway through the fantasy year already. You're looking for players that not only can help you win. um, You're looking for players that can. That's it. it. You're looking for players to help Mm -hmm. you win this year. And these are players that we're talking about. They're going to finish as wide receiver ones, Mm -hmm. which is there's only 12 of those people out there. So for you to pay a first, and then that helps you almost put you in the best position to win a championship. And then you do. And if it, and that's all they do is play this year and never again, which most likely is not going to be the case for any of these guys we mentioned. Well, worth it.
2: Well, of course it is worth it. Yep. So yeah, I have no problem paying a first for any of those guys. So, so the one, the one guy that I'm a little bit iffy on, and I think it's probably going to surprise you is, is Devonte Adams.
1: Oh, so and, you think he you would you value him a little bit lower than the rest of these
2: guys? And it's not because I I think he's fallen off a cliff. I just I, I think that whole team is going in the wrong direction. Sure, and and you know they they eke out a win against Green Bay, where it really neither one of those teams wanted to win or deserved to win. The game. It was an ugly game, and and he didn't look good. And how long until? they're moving on to a rookie quarterback and then he's got to break in another guy. And then we got to worry about if he's getting him the ball and all that kind of crap, the demand a trade. And so far we've seen him perform with literally every quarterback
1: he's ever been given.
2: We have, but this just, feel, this feels different to me for whatever okay. reason. Um, so that's why I have in my brain, just a slightly lower value on him than those other two okay. guys. Those other three. Guys.
0: I think if you're targeting um, Devonte Adams, I think there's a much Cheaper route to go. Much cheaper route to go. Don Vonda Adams is currently wide receiver 9 on the year. Mm-hmm. Who's wide receiver 10? Who? Adam Thielen.
1: That was the next guy For the the list. Carolina Panthers.
0: Yeah. And... Right now, he is the only wide receiver on that roster they can have any faith in whatsoever. How this dare
2: he, you, DJ Chark is on that team. Well, do, DJ do, Chark do, 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 do.
0: is just now finally seeing some more snaps. I mean, I think he, Mingo, was, he was a little dinged up. Yeah, well, Mingo's missed the last two weeks with a concussion.
2: LaVisca Chanel is doo-doo. I mean, and Laviska Le, Chanel's a gadget player, right? I mean, like he's not ter- he's not a terrible football player. He's just a gadget player. He's yeah, not good for fantasy. Go go
0: gadget, flush my toilet. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So for Adam Thielen you might as well change him his nickname for the rest of the year to ask her to grouch because he's going to get so much garbage time. It's ridiculous. And this team is going to be trailing and Adam Thielen's the veteran that they got to give Bryce young. I mean, Bryce Young's looked like he, him and LaVisca are going to become good friends. Like stay away. Stop rubbing off on my guy. He's like <laughs> way too much Brown doo-doo on his uh, hands right there. Stop shaking it. And for me, Adam Thielen is going to benefit here. He's currently wide receiver ten. Brown, dude you dude. get Adam Thielen probably for two third round picks. That nobody wants no. him. No, no. What, do you, what do you been eating? Oh, I know what you've been eating, Taco Bell fan. <laughs> um,
2: there's truth to that.
0: Adam Thielen is so affordable. Probably take draft picks out of it. There's probably a player with upside. Probably you have a, probably somebody like backup running back you can give somebody um, potentially for Thielen. If he's not on a if he's on a rebuild team, then you're getting him for super cheap contender. Still probably attainable.
2: Thirty-three-year-old Adam Thielen's still getting it done, man.
0: He's getting it done. He's mm-hmm. a wide receiver ten. Will he finish year as a wide receiver one? Probably not. Probably he had, not. He had but
2: one bad game, the first game, and that ever was since it. Then, yeah.
0: The team, guard dude, Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. That's his nickname, dressed away for Adam Thielen, because he's going to get his garbage time. Where does the poop hands come in? I just. Oh, because Lavisca's doo doo.
2: Oh, okay. All right, all right. So his hands brown, are brown poop. His hands are also doo doo. So then he's shaking hands with Bryce Young. It, it was a lot of steps to follow. I wanted to just get that out. Yeah. I just wasn't sure where the doo-doo hands came from.
0: Yeah, well, it's, that's where it comes from. Okay, I get it now. That's the origin story.
2: Thank you for the origin <laughs> right. story. Sometimes uh, you need it.
1: Let, let's let's touch on a couple other positions. Buy it, I'm feeling. Buy, 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 bye. Uh Running back. A couple, couple key names to maybe look at. Uh, slightly different prices on these guys, I'm guessing. But David Montgomery. Joe
2: Mixon and Raheem Mostert. I'm interested for your guys' David Montgomery take because I have. You have a strong opinion? I've sent out trades, and I've just gotten nothing back. So Okay. you yeah. to try to acquire him? Yeah.
0: Dude, he is running back three overall despite missing week three. Yeah. His 20.2 points per game um, is running back six overall. And these are all great numbers, by the way and the, the only thing I can base this off of is how this system was run last year. Well, we saw Jamal Williams absolutely eat Yeah, and they spent a high draft pick on a running back. Don't matter. But until this offense changes in a slight bit, David Montgomery is going to eat mm-hmm. and he's going to get the goal line carries. And he's probably going to finish the year as a running back one. And what I would pay for that is a second. It's the most I would pay for yeah. David Montgomery. Okay. And unfortunately, it's not going to get, get it done. It's not going to get it That's done. not going
2: to get done. It's I'm not going to get it done. How about you, Garrett?
1: <sighs> if I'm a true contender, I'm I'm willing to pay that late first for David Montgomery. Okay. It, he The volume is Savvy, king. Savvy, sexy. And he's baby. just, he, he's getting a ridiculous amount of volume. For what it's worth, to just kind of show where his market is, uh, David Montgomery for a 24 first in Luke Musgrave. David Montgomery for a 26 first and John Mechie. David Montgomery for a 25 first. Uh, David Montgomery for a 24 first and 24 third. So, it's
0: costing you more than a first in a lot of Yeah, and yeah. then
1: some of them are like, you know, a couple years down the road. But, sure. But, I can't do it. But at this point, if you want David Montgomery, uh, I have I found one here that's two seconds. I, um, do
2: that. I could probably... David Montgomery for 24 that. first. So I sent out an offer for two seconds to somebody who has not won a game in our league. And they said, no, they said no. And I just thought that was bad ownership. I just thought that was a bad decline of a trade. I don't know. I would agree. I just, I thought I was, it was, so it was before this week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Where He did it again, where he did it again. It was after the, the maybe it was even before the three touchdown week. It might've been when he got injured. I might've even gone after him. Just thinking, oh, wow. that, I can't remember. It, it could have been after the three sure. touchdown week. Um, but I sent it out thinking, all right, I feel uncomfortable sending this. Like, I feel like I'm but paying I need it. too much for David Montgomery right now. <laughs> and then and then he rejected it. I'm like, wow.
1: Okay. You like,
2: ah. you don't want to hit I send? I did like, not want to hit send. I was like,
0: oh. I do that so many times. I've done it before that. I've immediately gone back and then revoke, revoke, revoke. revoke, revoke,
2: revoke. revoke. I don't want that. That felt That felt too bad. Remorse. That felt way too bad.
0: <laughs> then it gets rejected. And you're like, Oh dude, we're so far off.
2: Yeah. This is just, this isn't even, it's not even worth my time. Yeah, back here. I get
0: some of those conversations right. on group texts or like chats and that like group means are like, well, where, where, where can we go? I was like, dude, we're so far off. This is never getting done.
2: Yeah.
1: What well, would you be willing if you're a contender and, this team that you're trading with is a little bit closer to the rebuild, uh, or at least middle of the road. Would you be willing to give your first if you get Montgomery in their second? Yeah, because I'm just sliding back in the draft. It's a big difference. Like yeah. I don't, I
0: don't no longer. Like I people are always like, oh, you gave up your first. It's like, no, dude, I'm just moving back. I'm in the moving draft. back six like spots. I, yeah, it's not that big. of a... No, it
2: could be one spot. <laughs> it could could <laughs> it be one if you spot you win and they Montgomery it, it could the be ten star. spots. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's I. It has to be something like that. I'm not giving a first for Montgomery, and it'll probably be a running back one this year. But I'm still for long term. And I know I just said a minute ago, like whatever it takes to win. I was going to
1: say he might have more longevity than Mike Evans, than Cooper Cup. It it is, but the position is so fluid, and it, it's not even just the
0: problem. Isn't just him? Huh. Is that? At some point, this could flip and they just give Gibbs way more characters. They, they did invest so much, they love him that's so much. So exactly that's exactly
2: why I felt so dirty giving two seconds. That's round the draft only base.
0: reason why. It's not him or the system no. he's in. It's just, it's what it's at sure. Albatross right next to him. And just because Jamal Williams did that to DeAndre Swift, it's a different scenario where um, they didn't draft DeAndre Swift, whatever I'm there, but they brought sure. Jamal Williams in. Mm-hmm. You're right. And then they didn't spend the. 12th overall pick on DeAndre Swift. They said a high second on him. There's a lot of different scenarios here, even though it all looks the same. So for me, I ha- I can't be that risk averse. I'd have to, I couldn't do it for a first. Just for for this player in this situation. Okay. Like I have a hard time. Would you like do a r-
2: first for Joe Mixon? <sighs> no. I would. I think I'm still at the two second level for him. Okay.
0: I would if I had to only because he's locked in as with the like carries. The, the usage, right? Yeah. He's just locked in. And for me, like he's probably going to be like running back like 14 to 15 right around there in a year, probably. Um, but that's enough for me to help me win. I would really need, I would have to be like against it for Joe Mixon to give a first. And I'm desperately trying to get their second back with it. Either just look at other avenues before like he's my last resort. Okay, well like, here's the
1: other avenue potentially, kinda like the Adam Thielen move, Raheem Mostert. I think I think people view him maybe a little bit below those guys. Although he could score just as high this year, you have the, the injury risk and yeah. you know yeah, who knows what'll happen with A Chan when he comes back.
0: A Chan's gonna come back, Jeff Wilson's coming back. Um I know he's been he's thirty one. I still can't give a first for him. Oh, no, 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 no. Going.
1: I'm saying he's the cheaper alternative. Yeah. I, I, think I think he's like Adam Thielen in this where you could probably get him for a late a second, second. third. I was going
2: to say my second is the best I would do for that. Yeah, I would and do a as second As a contender, for I would do a second for Ricky Mostert and nothing more.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think that's pretty fair. I haven't looked to see if it would get it done or not, but at a late second, if I was in rebuild... That's what I would probably be looking for as is, is a second. round For me, pick. for
0: like that Joe Mixon, when you said would you offer first, I would much rather go find an avenue to get Tajay Spears and give more on top of that first than get Joe Mixon because I feel like their value on a points per game basis, potentially going forward, could be a lot closer than I would want it to be. Um, so for me, Joe Mixon's a last resort. Is he worth a first, a late first, if you had to do it to contend? Yes, but I don't love it.
1: Yeah, most it for a second, most it for a third and fourth. Uh, Mostert and a fourth for a third in Michael Mayer. So it seems like we're in a similar ish range here. Mostert for Kendry Miller. Uh, that one makes no sense. That must be redraft because it's Moster for Austin Eckler. Um, whoa. Yeah, Moster for a second. So yeah, I think a second or fair. a third plus might get it done.
0: It'd be hard to give him a third because a third's such a non enticing pick. But like if you can give like, two-thirds, yeah. maybe, but I would rather just get right Andrew to fourth, and get fifth. a second. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's I'll it for the nerd. The uh, shout out to the nerd for everybody who left a little rating and review uh, last week on the podcast. Yeah, we really I do appreciate you. it. If you do enjoy the show, uh, make sure you hit up whatever platform you whether it's Google Play or the App Store. Uh, leave us a rating and review. helps the show and uh, helps us out. We'll be back next week. Hopefully uh, we can avoid the death slap Jeez. and not lose all our running back be one here next week, though. It's
1: just the two of you It guys. won't be.
0: Yeah, you won't be here. Garrett's That's going right. uh, to go tennis buttocks. So. That's right. Can't wait to see the for Heine.
2: Can't wait. You're going to avoid the death slap either. Yes, way. I don't
1: want the death slap.
0: <laughs> we'll be back next week as a duo. Adios.